am your host, Jennifer Bogard. I'm a life coach and a fellow traveler on this path that we call life. I created this podcast because I've noticed how many of us are sleepwalking on the journey, stressed out, numb, and distracted on autopilot, rinse and repeat. We are meant for more. If you sense that life is supposed to be more than the one you are living today, and you are desperate for a change, but you're not sure how to do it, then stay put because you are in the right place. Every week, I will provide you with a bite-sized nugget that will help you to wake up to the life that is calling you. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome back to episode 51 of Wake Up, Your Life is Calling. Today, we are talking about anxiety and control. And how do those things go together? Well, anxiety is an epidemic in our culture, and so much of it stems from our need and our desperate desire to control the people and the circumstances of our lives. Today, we're talking about how to let go of that need to control so that we can experience more peace. Y'all, I am a planner and I have a teenage son who is obsessed with going to the gym right now and he is not a planner. And we have been kind of experiencing a rub lately because my typical schedule is that I like to sit down on Sundays and kind of plot out my schedule for the upcoming week, just so I know what to expect. I like to go into the week having a vision for how it will go. Well, Lately, my son has been asking me at the very last minute if I can take him and also pick him up from the gym on just, you know, random weeknights. And this is making me crazy because about 100% of the time when he asks me, I already have a plan for what I'm going to be doing on the night that he asked me. And guess what? His gym visits are not in my plan. Well, this has been going on for a few weeks, and I finally had a conversation with him to set some boundaries around this. And I just wanted to let him know I fully support you. I'm so excited that you're so committed to going to the gym. And I need you to give me a schedule. I need to know what to expect. Now, this is just a small scale daily example, of course, but there are other larger examples that I could mention that have to do with my life and my desire and need to know what is going to happen and what I can expect in my life. Can you relate? What I know but I very often forget is that planning is a form of control. It is an attempt to control the future. We want to know what is happening and when it is happening. We want to know what to expect. It is a desperate plea for certainty in a world where there are no guarantees. 
Now, maybe you aren't a planner, but you are a worrier. And the same thing holds true. The core of worry is your mind longing for a feeling of certainty about how things are going to go and wanting desperately to have that feeling of security about the future. Well, underlying both of these things, planning and worry, is our fear of an uncertain future. The problem, of course, is that there is no such thing as certainty, ever. No amount of worry or our best laid plans can prevent a catastrophe or guarantee us that nothing bad is going to happen. So what do we do with that? What is the answer? Well, the best that I can tell is that the answer is letting go of what we can't control, which my friend is basically everything, or at least most things, right? We have to develop our relationship with uncertainty. So what does it look like to let go? And what does it look like to live with uncertainty and without feeling anxious about it all of the time? Well, like most everything else that we talk about around here, this is something to practice and not to perfect. Part of the human experience is to crave certainty. So that desire is never going to go away fully. But how can we get better at living with uncertainty in a world where certainty is never guaranteed? It boils down to learning to manage your anxiety around it. Learning to live with and allow your negative emotion. There is such an abundance of pleasure in this world that is at our fingertips. And whenever we begin to feel the slightest bit anxious, we very typically reach for something to comfort ourselves, don't we? We reach for something to eat or to drink or to watch or to buy, or it could just be something like working out or overworking. Anything that will distract us from the negative emotions that we are experiencing. I challenge you to begin to pay attention to this in yourself and notice where this could be true for you. The first step in learning to live with uncertainty is to simply raise your awareness around when you are wrestling with uncertainty in the first place and naming it. Learn to recognize when you are trying to obtain reassurance from the future about something that the future, of course, cannot provide. This will most often feel like anxiety in your body. And this could vary from person to person, but generally symptoms of anxiety look like a racing mind and ruminating thoughts rapid heartbeat, shortness of breath, maybe an upset stomach, etc., etc. Notice that what I'm really focused on here is sensations in your body. 
pay attention to your body and what are the sensations that you're experiencing. Recognize how those symptoms relate back to the feeling of anxiety or, you know, fear or dread or just overall uneasiness and name it. I am feeling anxious right now about, I am feeling dread right now about, I am feeling afraid right now about. Learn to recognize what you're feeling and name it. This in and of itself will bring relief because once you do this, you have become an observer of your emotions. And in order to observe anything, it inherently means that you have created some distance from the thing that you're observing, right? And creating distance and observing your emotions helps you to gain authority over them. Now, the next step is, in my opinion, the hardest step, and that is allowing the emotion to be there. So what does that even mean? Well, first, let me just say your emotions serve a purpose, okay? They are useful. They are the language of your body. I heard someone say recently that anxiety is like a smoke detector in your house. It is there to alert you that something needs tending to. So how do you allow your emotions without distracting yourself from them or just stuffing them under the bed, so to speak? Well, it simply means stop reaching for the band-aid that is going to help you feel better in the moment, right? Stop reaching for the sugar. Stop reaching for the alcohol. Stop going you know, scrolling social media or online shopping or doing another workout, learn to just be with your feelings. Learn to just be with your negative emotion. Can this be uncomfortable? Yes, it might even be painful. But the good news is that it doesn't last forever emotions are like waves in your body and they rise and peak and fall. And usually this whole process happens in two minutes or less. Letting go of your need to control and worry is letting the feelings flow through you. The key to doing this is staying in your body and out of your mind. And this is tricky because most of us habitually live in our minds, but focus solely on the sensations that you are feeling in your body, your racing heart, your tight chest, your shortness of breath. These sensations are the real emotion. They are the negative energy that is in motion and it will pass right through you if you allow it and give it space to be there. This falls under the category of simple, but not easy. And if you have complex or unresolved trauma, then you may need additional levels of support in this process. So be aware of that. 
But to the extent that you can stay grounded in your body and out of your mind, the negative emotions will flow through you. Keep in mind that every time your mind travels back to the fear and the dread and the uneasiness, the emotions will surface again. But just keep going through this process in your body and start combating those thoughts by telling yourself a new story. So letting go looks like allowing your feelings to be there and feeling them. So how can you get better at living with uncertainty? The only answer that I know to that is that sometimes we just have to accept our powerlessness. We have to learn to control the controllables in our life and let go of the rest. We have to believe in something or someone bigger than ourselves at work and on our side. For me, I consistently tell myself that nothing is wasted, that things are always working in my favor, even if it doesn't appear that way in the moment. I tell myself that I don't need to know everything because I know the knower. I know that he sees me. I know that he loves me and he cares about the details of my life. I believe in my bones that I am held and supported and drenched in the unfailing love of a good, good father. And my friend, I believe the same is true for you. That is what I have for you this week. I hope that it's been helpful. Until next week, I will be here cheering you on and I hope to see you back again very soon.